Hey, hey, I'm DeSola Davis, and this is the Journey to Fans podcast. We help maxed out service providers fill their online programs with dream customers. Because let's face it, work doesn't feel like work when you're serving the people who love everything you do. (laughs) Am I right? But ownership is more than income goals. Leadership is more than managing a team. And a raving fan base is the secret weapon to building a business you love. So stay tuned for strategies that help you sell with confidence, lead with vision, and serve with purpose. Thanks so much for having me on your journey to fans. Hey there, I'm so excited that you're joining me on the Journey to Fans podcast. If we've never met, I'm DeSola Davis. I am a customer journey designer and I help online owners design delightful sales experiences that connect them with their raving fan base and turn one-time customers into repeat buyers. I believe that you deserve to have a sales process that you actually enjoy and that connects you with your dream customers every time you engage them. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I tried to escape the online business industry so many times. When I first started or first decided to go into business, I was going to be a time management and productivity coach. But, you know, for traditional business owners, like people who I could see and touch. So I did the face-to-face networking thing. I went to different chamber of commerce meetings. I did the repeating of the elevator pitches, like the whole nine. But somehow I stumbled on some content that opened up the world of online business to me. And I was so excited to learn more. So I did what probably most people did. I bought all the things. All the things. They said Instagram was the way I should grow my business. So I bought the IG program. Nope, it's actually blogging now. (laughs) The content you create now and lives forever. So of course, I bought the blogging course. Then it was Pinterest, the most underestimated platform out there. So then I bought the Pinterest thingy. Oh, and then there was the bundle wave. I bought so many bundles. Oh my God. You know, the ones where it's like for a low, low price of $97, you have access to a hundred billion things, a hundred, you know, the ones, and no one was there to remind me that for every resource that I signed up for, somebody would send me a seven email welcome sequence, quote unquote. By the time I came up for air, I had invested almost $10,000 into online learning. Remember I said I didn't even want to be here in the first place? It is crazy how much you invest just trying to find a solution to a problem. And for the industry to be called the online learning industry, the truth is I wasn't learning anything. (laughs) I'd read all the sales pages promising to solve my problem, each online program promising to be better than the last one. But time after time, I was incredibly disappointed where I thought I would be with someone who walked with me through the process, step by step, holding my hand as per what the sales page said. I didn't realize that meant you would get a login and a password and access to a Facebook community with no leadership and no direction in terms of where I could go with my questions or where I could go with discussion or problem solving or brainstorming or anything. And so I kept looking around and all I could ask was, who is my guide? Where is my coach? Where is the person that I was paying to get closer to and to learn from? 
And then I started asking my online friends, like, what are y'all doing over here? Like, is this real? Is this, is this what online business is all about? And they would give me the same answer. Well, that's the risk you take with online products to Sola. That's just how it is. We've all been there. They do the head shaky thingy and it's almost just like, yeah, girl, I get it. But it was more like people were just resigned to it. Like this junk was normal. And instead of being resigned, I'm not even going to lie. I got mad. Here's a better word for it. I was incensed. I feel like the reason that word exists was because of the emotion that I was feeling when it came to this. I could not believe that in a multi-hundred billion dollar industry, the consumers were just resigned to taking a risk. Now, not only do you leave with a problem unsolved, you also lose money in the process? (laughs) Yeah, no thanks. Like if Starbucks messed up your drink, you would burn that place to the ground until your drink was replaced and they'd give you your money back. If a restaurant messed up your significant other's food order, would you not make sure it was sent back and fixed? Like I'm that person that will go ham like crazy on you if you mess up my husband's meal because he won't say anything. So I'm over here like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Take, the, take this back. This is not what I wanted. Take this back. But then you invest several hundred, sometimes thousands of dollars into an online learning experience that promises to solve a problem that you're dealing with in your life or your business and they don't deliver. And that's just how it is. Yeah. Unacceptable. That to me is unacceptable. And then I realized that not only were owners doing this, then they were also teaching other people to do it and normalizing the process of doing whatever it took to get to the sale and then taking your foot off the gas and patting yourself on the back as if you accomplished something. Don't get me wrong. Hitting and crushing your sales goals is fantastic. Like more power, homie. But your plan to deliver should be a part of your sales process. This is why you don't set goals that you can't sustain just because other people are doing it. And so that's when I pivoted my business to customer journey design with the sole message that the customer journey doesn't end with the sale. It ends when the customer's problem has been solved. And it sounds like like a well, duh, like an obvious statement, but it's crazy how many people don't believe this. And that's why now I coach and consult for online businesses who want to leverage key relationships to grow for people who are wanting to go from one to one to one to many, and they want to reach out and touch that many, that base, the same way that they reached out and touched that one to, to have them feel it may not be the exact same, same way, but to have them feel like they still care, even though they're not with them one to one. I also teach them about leadership and service in an industry where neither of these qualities are widely celebrated. They're not as sexy as hitting your first six figures or hitting the five, your five figure launches and quitting your job or quitting your 95 and all these other lofty things. But these are the unsexy parts of business that are just as important, especially if you want a business that's going to last longer than the next trend. We as the experts have the responsibility of guiding our customers through the journey to their transformation. We remain a resource for them as they work towards their success, their vision, and their dream for their life. 
That, my friend, is the cross you take up when you decide to become a business owner. It's not all that laptop lifestyle, money in your sleep, dollar signs with figures that have K's and M's on the back. It's about every life that you sign up to change with your solution, whether externally as a business, internally as a leader, or peripherally as a mentor. The truth is our fans aren't just the people who buy our products and rave about it. It's everyone whose life is better because we're in it. And I know mine is better because you're here. And this is what we're going to be talking about in Journey to Fans. I am so grateful that you are allowing me to join you in your journey. And I'll see you as we go along. Talk soon.